Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My talkers, it's Wednesday, September 8th, which means it's hump, hump, hump day. Lori and Julia are in studio. I think the State Fair hangover might be gone. I don't know. We shall see in the next three hours. Man, we're bummed. I'm still bummed, too. Oh, it was it's so depressing to be back in the studio after <laughs> being out at the fair. That was so much fun. I know. I told Lily, I was like, she goes, what are you doing after work today? I go, I'm heading down to the fair. And she goes, what? And I'm like, I'm kidding. But that's what I usually did every day you after the really show. You really did that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. No, we're not doing that. Lori is um, on the phone with someone about her Rolling Stone tickets. <laughs> oh. So you know how like, she likes to do this Rolling during Stone, the show. Yeah, Rolling Stone Gate 2.0. Here we go. <laughs> I know. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Okay, so... Um, did you do anything last night, Grant? Uh, yeah, we actually went over to Lily's mom's house, a little crab dinner. That's her favorite uh, dinner. Mom cooked us some crab and steaks, and we kind of hung out there for a little bit. Good very, time. very nice. Yeah, relaxing. How about you? Boy, I had a tennis match. Late, a late one, one. Late one, yeah. How'd it late go? One. Well, first of all, you can't get to sleep. I've decided if you work out late. No, you're just, your energy's just going. wired yep. up, couldn't sleep. Watched oh. a lot of rom-coms in the middle of the night. Had eight frozen Mrs. Fields chocolate was, chip cookies. I was going to say, where did you go to? The carbs or the candy? The, the carbs. There you go. All the, I, both. Both, yeah, with sweet, the ice cream sandwiches. Sweet and everything. But um, I won. We won. Nice. I played with Brittany. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. So she's on our tennis team now, and we played, and she kept telling the other team that I was yelling at her. <laughs> of and course I'm like, you I did. am not. And of I'm course. like, well, that's because you're going for all the dumb balls and you're not getting them. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Brittany, if you're listening. We love you, Brittany. Which, no, she's she's going to be hanging out with us in a while here soon. But um, yeah. uh, did you, now you're not watching Bachelor in Paradise, right? I am not. No, no, not my cup of tea. You? I, it's not yours either, I don't think, is it? No. No. Well, no. we'll, we'll have to get an update from Lori on the big news from I last know. night. She'll, she'll be doing that. Okay, so the U.S. Open is going on. Of course, people know that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Novak jo- Djokovic mm-hmm. is, um, you know, the fans just don't dig him No, up front like they should, according to a gal on my tennis team who's Serbian. And she's like, he's the greatest guy. He's done everything. And as a matter of fact, in his first round at U.S. Open, the second set, he was playing this really young kid who was cramping up. I don't know if it was second or third set, but he was winning. He was going to win 6-0 and he kind of... Um, Dinked a game, so the guy the guy wouldn't have had the goose eggs, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, he skunked, yep, so yep. that was really like sportsmanlike conduct. But people just don't cheer for him, and it still bothers him. He, I know, is going to win the Grand, Grand Slam, Slam and be the first person since 1969 when Rod, Rod Laver did it. Oh, did I it. had a Rod Laver racket. Green and gold. <laughs> oh, I had a green and gold Rod Laver wooden racket. And I had a wooden one that was white. And and back in the day, we had the the racket thing so they wouldn't um, get warped. Remember, you'd yeah, screw it, it into yeah, the, the thing? Yes. 
Oh my gosh! Like when you think about case. our equipment back yeah. in the day compared right. to what it is now, I've even been looking at kids' tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the high technology in these shoes, and we would just have like the flat little Adidas with no arch support and run around in them. I mean, we yeah. had none of this. It's kind but of amazing. Why do people not like Djokovic? Me personally, yeah. Like my brother loves him. Oh, he does. He so doesn't does. like his anti-vax status. Right. He thinks he's being an idiot. But he's like, he's so good. He's like, how can you not he's like him? So but the good. crowd doesn't like him. I, because our options were Nadal mm-hmm. or Roger Federer. Right. I mean, right. we need some and, new young blood. Well, he's not new young. No, I know. I, I mean, if you think of but how he long, just wants to be loved. He wants Julia. to be loved. And for him, unfortunately, last year at the U.S. Open, he accidentally hit a ball when he was mad and it hit, you know, the lines person oh, in the right. eye or the throat and she went down. Right. They don't have lines per- people this year. Mm. Um, they It's all electronic. In so, the, he's, he's, so he's like... He can win, but he can't be loved. Well, people want... Okay, so he was playing against this... this uh, gosh, this Dutch guy and his name was like 14 words long. Mm-hmm. And he won the first set. And so people were excited. People want him to have competition. I think that's it. So with any tennis match, you don't want to blow out. And with him, I don't know what it is, but I loved the other two so much more. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Mm-hmm. But they're not around. Yeah. And I don't think they're ever coming back like they were. No, I don't right. either. It's we'll never have that. But this gal from um, Canada who just turned 19, who's kicking butt, and she's left-handed. Yeah. And she's just kicking butt. She's going to be in the um, quarterfinals. There's this other young, young kids are really doing well, but Novak, I don't know what it is, but he's so mad people don't cheer for him. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know why they don't like him, but they don't like him. He's, 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 it's, he's a machine. He doesn't emote feelings. Like, I think that's it. Like you get more feelings and, um. I don't know. I just he felt. I don't know. It's why. got a wear on you as an athlete, though. You think you oh, know. You, you know. You you he's have. The best. He, doesn't, he doesn't care. Yeah, he does I mean, a little he bit. wants to care, but he really doesn't. Because when he goes back and talks to the print, uh, the press, he doesn't. Bit, yeah, not really. He doesn't. You're right. And he everyone really doesn't. And he's very personable and and everything. And um, I don't know. We just are fickle because we had Roger and Nadal for so many years. Yeah, he's never been my guy. Yeah. No, you envision, you know, like back to the Bjornborg and Jimmy Connor mm-hmm. and John McEnroe days, like who would you rather? Yeah. You know, Bjorn. Bjorn. And down. so out of these three, who would you rather? Rafi. Yeah. Then Roger. And then I suppose. Yeah. I would dump him. Yeah. So if you're playing the Mary <laughs> right. date, Mary Shag or dump or Mary date right. or dump yeah, game yeah, with yeah. the tennis players. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is. It. Maybe that's just it. So anyway. Uh, by the way, we speaking. Did of, everything work out with the Rolling Stone tickets? Oh, geez, the Rolling Stone <laughs> ticket it was a little plane situation. Oh, it was a plane ticket. One yeah. or the other. Yeah. We know it was if a you upgrade situation. You've, you've only left our show for like in our <laughs> whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stomach problems or tickets. tickets. Tickets to the Rolling Stones or airplane tickets on Delta. Yeah, for Sun Country on, on hold. Yep. Um, okay, so. We didn't talk about this last week. We were at the fair because I was, quite frankly, too devastated. But people who've listened to our show for a long time know that um, we had a crush, and me in particular had a crush, mm-hmm. with a guy named Spaghetti Eddie. Yes. Who's been a long time, two wagons at the fair wow. outside of the Liney Lodge. Yeah. And Spaghetti Eddie 
Um, had the famous Zeppelis. Zeppelis, and he would bring us Zeppelis, Eddie Piccolo, and um, he would always ask me to run away with them. Um, <laughs> two years ago, he said, I got a boat. We can run away. And I'm like, Eddie, I got to be home by 10, you know? <laughs> and But he would bring us Zeppelis, and in 28, or yeah, 2019, they weren't really selling the Zeppelis mm-hmm. because Eddie would hand... Um, make the batter the batter and very thick sticky batter and but he made a batch and brought it down and he told me he said kid i got stomach cancer this is your last chance to run away with me and we found out at the fair through sun that eddie died last december at the age of 79 years old i just I, I didn't want to tell because i'm thinking about I it i went over there one night after the mary Moore concert and i said hi and i said how's your dad yeah he said my dad passed and he had tears in his eyes and he um he's the sweetest i said did he get the boat and he said yes he got the boat Mm -hmm. he got to ride in the boat (laughs) that he wanted to sail you know from like boston or something down down to to florida Florida. yeah and he just said he was gone too fast but he did get to do that dream that's good and i knew something was up the first day of the fair when i went by to say hi to him and i saw they didn't have the zeppelis yeah and i thought oh Oh, yeah and i just thought i can't bear it and then julia went and talked so anyway just uh here he was 79 years old. Anyone who's been to the fair and has stopped by, they sell the deep fried Twinkies. Yeah, yeah, and pizza, pizza on a stick, and their pizza was really good, delicious. But nothing was like the Zeppeli. Uh, and Eddie's thing that he would always say, he says, "You know what a Zeppeli is?" And I'd be like, "What? It's a what a donut want to be when they grow up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what a donut will want to oh, be when they grow up. So, Grant, remember how you fell so in love with? You know, our hamburger this oh, year. Oh, the men's club, yes. Okay, the Zeppeli was like orgasmic in your mouth. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a it, ball of, of dough, dough, deep fried. But oh. it's the lightest batter because of how it's hand mixed Turned and mixed. And deep fried. And then you get like maybe six of them. In powdered sugar. In a bag oh. of powdered sugar. They, they were, were to amazing. die for. Wow. It's I think of like almost like a but lighter than a beignet. Got it. But I mm-hmm. always like it's a what I don't I want to be when it grow up. <laughs> I know. So you for years we'd go by Eddie's and you would always he'd run away with me. Yeah, run and away. You're like I can't. My husband expects me home by ten or whatever. <laughs> Casey might have a problem with that. Yeah, but he kind of looked like Casey. Maybe a he little did. couple inches he shorter. Did. And the pictures, Italian, real broad shoulder yes. and. Just a darling, wonderful man. So Aww. anyway, I can well, I can say, talk about it. Now. I, his I son was supposed to come over because um, we talked, and he said yeah. he wanted to come over. And I said, "Come be on the air and tell us about your dad." Yeah, he just couldn't. He was for clamp too. Yeah, he just couldn't. Oh, you could tell. I went yeah. to his um, obituary, and mm-hmm. the, the you know he and his brother, and he's had a food truck business for Forever. many, many yep. years, but boy, what what a what a good looking guy in his younger days. Oh, like no. we all are, you know, in our mm-hmm. younger days. All right, listen, we gotta go. It's time for a story we can't get enough of. Hey everybody. Well yesterday when we were talking about Olivia Munn going out in public wearing baggy sweatpants and looking rather full in the tummy area, you said she's pregnant. Totally. Last night Seth Myers had an unexpected, it wasn't announced, okay. uh, guest. His very first guest was none other than John Mulaney, who John Mulaney, um, uh, it was at Seth Meyers' wedding that Olivia Munn 
was trailing him around, he and his wife. In 2013, Lori. Yeah, yeah, or whatever year it was, trailing him around and trying to meet him and all this kind of stuff. So, And Seth Meyers also, we find out, was one of the people that was at John Mulaney's intervention last fall. So John Mulaney... The comic. Well, he's really not... He's an observational comic, you know, um... Millennials love this guy. Okay. He's like their North Star. Oh, okay. Because he doesn't move me at all. Yeah. And I mean, he appeared on and he had an announcement. And I think this is just a tiny little clip that we have from the Today okay. Show. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. Last night, the stand-up comedian stopped by Late Night with Seth Meyers to give an update on what he's been up to lately. And after a difficult year in which Mulaney went through a divorce, battled substance abuse, and is now living in recovery, he did have some good news to share. Then in the spring, I went to Los Angeles and uh, uh, met and started to date a wonderful woman named Olivia. Who I know well. Yes, you know Olivia Munn very well. And we're having a baby together. So John Mulaney and Olivia Munn are... We're having a baby. We're having a baby. baby. And then together. Together. So odd. So this means that, and he was playing fast and loose with the timeline because this is a messy situation. Well, take us through it. Okay, so the messy situation is um, that he, you know, he said, Seth said, oh, you've had a year. And he said, oh, yeah, I packed a lot into it. Is it September now? I went to rehab in September. I got out in October. I moved out of my home from my ex-wife, and they were still married at the time. Then in the spring, I went to L.A., started to date this wonderful woman, got in this relationship, and we're having a baby together. I was nervous when I was about to say the news. And then he said to Seth, Olivia and this baby have helped save me from myself in this early journey out of recovery. Alarm bells are clanging with everybody. Right, but you missed something. So when he went to recovery for a month of September, then comes out, does the stand-up on SNL, which kind of bombed, and he had some red flags in it that people were like, that's That's when they did the intervention. Yeah, then they do the intervention, and then he went back to rehab December and January for two more months because he relapsed, and then moves to L.A., and then hooks up with Olivia Mom. And... It is so weird that she's been pining for him for so long, Lori. Yeah, so this means she and Melanie, I mean, I would say that like it seems like mid-May because she looks pretty big. Yeah, she does. She looks pretty big, and um, I mean, I hope it all works out for them, but... You do. The Seth Meyers... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Here's interview totally not advertised. Like I said, it's meant to soften the blow of him and uh, he and Olivia having a baby. He's not divorced yet. His Mulaney, part of his stand up was his happy marriage was a big part of his act. Oh, okay. And also never wanting kids was another part of his act. And um so the interview I thought was kind of depressing. He kept laughing. Seth Meyers kept trying to put on a good face, but you could feel it as you're watching it in the pit of your stomach. Like this is a disaster. Yes, people are paying to see Mulaney in theater and clubs right now, but I feel like it's like rubbernecking a car crash. Um, he doesn't get that. And, um, when Roger Freeman saw him at city winery in New York city in the middle of May, he was traveling with an interventionist sober coach. Mm -hmm. And so that seems to be about the, around the time when there was the, oops, I got pregnant. Olivia Munn's 41. I mean, everyone hopes for the best, but as my Muti used to said, used to say sometimes about things, this is going to end in tears. Well, I just can feel it. I can feel it because, um, yeah, I mean, the one thing that they want you to do, like in your first year of sobriety, is not get involved in a serious relationship, let alone break up your marriage, then get involved with the person who was like, you know, really after you on and off for years, and then, you know, have a have a baby. I mean, this is all very precarious. They're... Remember when they said they met in church? Yes. Which was the Hollywood speak on that was an Elanon meeting. Right. And so, um, and yeah, years ago at the Seth Meyers wedding, she was like, she even admitted in her memoir how she followed him around. She was obsessed with him. Isn't that funny? Because she dated Joel Kinnanen, who Kinnanen. Kinnanen, mm-hmm. who's beautiful. Matthew Morrison from Glee, whatever. She tried to Justin have a thing. Timberlake. Yeah, but she, Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Well, she's got a good dating life. I don't, but but I just think of all the rehab program, everything they tell you. Oh, wait. A year. You need a year for recovery because just because you're off drugs and booze doesn't mean that your addictive behavior and thinking has disappeared. You need exactly. time to reprogram. Exactly. All of that. And... She, um, well, he says that she got to date me right out of recovery, which they call a reverse catch. Uh, and it's been very incredible. She's kind of held my hand through hell and we're having a baby together. And she does have a history of going after married men and leaking it because Justin Timberlake was married mm-hmm. when she went after him and then leaked the information. And if you remember in May, just a year ago, she tried to take down our wonderful darling. The go fug f u g yourself girls. girls. Yeah, she did by calling them bitchy and nasty when they are just like that's one of the loveliest, most joyful sights. Uh, Olivia Munn. I don't know, John. Good luck, but I do think this is going to end in tears. All right, that's I your really prediction. Do. Well, when, they can't even long, get married. How long do you think it's going to last? I don't know, but it's going to end in tears. All right. You can mark You said mark it. My I, words. I'm marking it on my little post-it Okay, house. do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, something else that's uh, ending, but it's not ending in tears. We'll tell you when we come back. Hey, everybody. Well, about a month ago, Jamie Spears finally admitted the obvious, which is that he will need to eventually step down as Britney Spears' conservator. And that was because she finally, finally, after 13 years, got to hire a lawyer of her choosing not a lawyer that he hand-selected. 
and basically, you know, took care of Jamie Spears and not Britney Spears. And um, anyway, he he promised he would step down at at some point. And this came after months of pressure from lawyers, mental health advocates, freeing Britney Spears documentary, the Free Britney activist. And it came, you know, after Britney herself detailed it to the court about it was hell under her father's thumb. So yesterday he filed a petition to end Britney's conservatorship with no mental health evaluation. Um, and uh, I'm so glad she has this attorney, Matthew Rosengart. Um, he added, he, he, he put out a statement last night, which gives some context for what Jamie is actually doing. Because no, I mean, no one believes that Jamie is suddenly Just coming to his senses. She's, she's perfect. Yo, you, I, you can do your own thing. Yeah. yeah I want to back out. Yeah, of course. Of course. I haven't been a tox of abuse of POS right. for years. And no, no, it's happening because Rosengard's pressure and demands for a comprehensive audit yes. of Britney's financial aspect of the conservatorship. He doesn't want to be around for that. Now, his people are spinning a tale to TMZ that uh, it's, you know, it's going to become evident that she needs somebody, that she's not completely all well. But even Brittany, by her own lawyer's admission, she is fine with having this Jody Montgomery stay in conservatorship of her money. And she's also um, fine with, um, she just doesn't want to do another mental health right, evalu- right. evaluation. Um, and he, he isn't just trying to get Jamie off the conservatorship or get it dissolved. He is trying to get justice for Brittany. And I think his aim is for criminal charges to be brought against Jamie Spears. And Jamie knows it. And this is why he filed this petition and added without a uh, uh, mental health evaluation because right. his nuts are in a in a vice grip <laughs> by and here's what matthew said it sounds so uncomfortable yeah she just wants her dad out of her life Absolutely. and out of her body out of her mind but she said they should be held accountable my family, family. needs to be held they should all be in jail yeah is what she said here's what her newly appointed lawyer said he said um he said it appears that mr spears believes he can try to avoid accountability and justice including sitting for a sworn deposition and answering other discovery under oath. But as we assess his filing, which was inappropriately sent to the media before it was served to counsel, our investigation will continue. Mm -hmm. So he did. He released it to TMZ. Which is is nutty. Instead of going straight to the the courts to release it. Yeah, and none of... None of this would have happened if Rosengart doesn't have already have receipts. Right. He's got them. And it's a crime. She didn't have a lawyer from the very first day when she was 26. And she was put in in a lifetime conservatorship. Something that only happens to rich elderly people uh, who could be taken advantage of, who have Alzheimer's or dementia, and they're very, very old. Well, there you That's go. the only time they ever mm-hmm. do a lifetime conservatorship. And her dad co-signed on that. And her mom co-signed on that. And I bet Jamie has been footing the bills for all kinds of things and investing in all kinds of companies. I mean, her, her, Brittany and her money have been through the ringer. And um, I'm convinced that he just bankrolled a lot. And the court has a lot to answer for 
were going along with this violation of everything that happened to her. Because it is the most extreme form of conservatorship possible. It should have never, ever been authorized. Everything that I read after the freeing Britney Spears, we didn't ever realize that she was in this lifetime conservatorship thing. And I wonder why, seriously though, I wonder, I mean, I wonder where Kevin Federline is in all of this. Well, because when all this was going down, he knew... That she was in trouble. I mean, obviously, because they were they had kids together, and she, she's never said anything about of him. Them have yeah, neither she hasn't said anything about said him. And, the father of her children, right? And he has eighty percent custody. Mm-hmm. That just happened a couple of years ago. It went from a hundred percent, but and and he, this Rosengard said, you know, in this his statement that Brittany wants a good conserv. She knows she needs oversight for her money. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. when you have that kind of money, right? Um, and um, but yeah, there were this judge, the sheriff's department, the therapist, Brittany's mom. This whole case is a hot potato right now, you guys. Mm-hmm. And I hope Rosengart is able to push through and uh, get to the bottom of it and get you know justice. And her dad's full statement, when you read it, is so gross and passive aggressive. He placed blame on everyone except himself, and plainly said, if he's no longer required them as Brittany's. Uh, um, personal conservator then she doesn't need a conservator at all or a mental health evaluation so talk about pat it's worded like he's begging for britney to take a misstep so he can blame everyone that pushed him for an end he's just disgusting yeah and he's stepping down so he's he's trying to avoid scrutiny because it it sounds like he's already been served with papers to sit down for a deposition Mm -hmm. and um Anyway, he's, uh, it, it, it could be, uh, yeah, I think it's just a big dodge on his part. Yeah, I would agree, Laura. Trying to get, I would trying to get out of it. And he's hoping that something bad happens to her. Right. When you read his whole statement. Um, he just sounds evil. I think um, it's kind of amazing when you think about it, how much has been expedited on this whole since thing, she since, got her own lawyer. Well, since the documentary too. Yeah, the documentary, but that, that came out in March. I know, but think of, but that started a whole. You know, the free Britney movement's been out there for a long time. The, but those people have been, you know, those really are like the, the people heroes. The heroes. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I know, but it's kind of amazing how fast now everything is coming down and. He he. Well, she only got her new lawyer like in July. I know you it's know? kind of amazing, and um, because I think they realized, oh, what we've we've had the, this woman hasn't been able to. Her dad hired this lawyer, yeah, and he's made almost two million dollars in thirteen years in legal fees, and he's never told Brittany of when she testified that she never knew that she could demand that she hire her own lawyer. I mean, she was just fed so much BS. Anyway, I'm happy for you, Brittany. Keep driving. When are, when are you going to have driving your residency? Your car. When are you going back to Vegas so we can come see you? Well, you know, who knows? But, I mean, I just still think of Cher tweeting that everyone, um, Cher had a residency at the same time as Brittany, and that everyone on the Las Vegas Strip and show business knew that she was being medicated and forced to do that show, and yeah. no one knew what to do about it. I mean, think about that. Unbelievable. 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 Well, Lord uh, covered Britney Spears in an exclusive video music drop today, and it's hard to think of a 
more two different singers than Lord and Brittany, right? Is it any good? Um, well, this is what the Lord intended. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, pun was intended. Um, but she dropped it. It was uh, the music video for Lord's cover of Break the Ice. It's very stripped down and cottage core, Julia. Oh my gosh. And, and Grant, the one thing that Lori says to me, are we going to listen to it? Uh, oh, we can. Grant can get it. We posted the video because okay. you kind of got to see yeah. the video. But um, it's, you know, she did that song. Um, uh, gosh, was it? I don't know what year. I can't remember what album that was off of. But uh, Lord is wearing a bright red crop top and pants that kind of visually recall her red latex jumpsuit from the Oops, I Did It Again. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but she's sort of like out in a forest. That's what I call it, kind of cottage course, sort of cutesy. And she did have her, her. I think I think the lyrical delivery is down, but the understated uh, dance moves are definitely all Lord and nothing Britney would do. So let's hear the song. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Give me one second. Oh, okay. Here. Um, I no, mean, just say what you said. I hate that Lord is dating the 49-year-old oh, manager. I can't I stand that. that. I can't How, stand Lord that. is 23. She's 24. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about that. That's more interesting than this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want you to hear the break, the ice. It's not a song that I really am that familiar with from Britney. I haven't even heard. I know. You know, if so I don't. you're not, I know it less. Yeah. So, I know way less than that. But we posted the video of it, and she's just kind of dreamily, you know, dancing all over the forest floor. Well. In light moves. You can't get it, Grant? Yeah, the one I'm finding is definitely not her on YouTube. So I'm going to grab the one from the... We might have to grab... If you guys... I might have to grab it when we come back that's here. That's fine. But yeah, that's fine. That's anyway, fine. it's posted on our show page okay. if you want to want to. Well, see this Lord. is big news for Brittany again. And her dad is just backpedaling, backpedaling. He demanded oh, yeah. $2 million for the exchange a week ago. And now he's backpedaling to say we should just end the whole thing. It'll be fine. And they're saying, au contraire, we're well, going to go after you. Well, a told TMZ that... Jamie is calling Brittany and her lawyers bluff because Jamie believes she's not gotten better. He thinks she's gotten worse. Oh. I mean, he... What a dink. There we go. So let me get it. Oh, here we go. Looks like we're alone now. You ain't gotta be scared. We're grown now. I'm gonna hit the frost on you. Let's get it blazing. You can turn the heat up if you wanna. Turn the lights down low if you wanna. Just wanna move your but you're frozen. Is this Lord? Yeah. Yeah. Let me break the ice. Allow me to get you right. Let you warm up to me, baby. I can make you feel. Let me break the ice. Allow me to like get that. you right. Yeah, get you warm I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. No, I she's... like it better than Lord's other songs in this new album that yeah, she's come true. out with. This, this one's a little catchier. Very yeah. True, very the true. other ones are so bad. I like Solar, the, the first single that she has where she's dancing yeah. on the beach and everything. But anyway, I think Daddy Spears has met his match and he's running away with his little tail between there his legs. And he's hoping, he's actually hoping that his daughter, something Fails. bad happens. Yes, I, know. I mean, this is, uh, but please take several rows of seats for your deposition, Daddy Spears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, when we come back, somebody is turning 42 today. All right. That is pink. And pink is 42 today. And I'm just thinking back to 42. That was a. That's a good age. Go pink. It's your birthday. 42 was a good age. 
All ages are a good age. I know. That was a good one. All mm-hmm. right. So here's a couple facts about Pink. All right. Um, she had that documentary. I, none, God, I she's don't been think, a rock star for a long time. Yes. I saw her in Vegas. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When we sat at the Golden Nugget and I was told, oh gosh, there's this great rock star down playing on Fremont Street, mm. Pink. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going. i got to gamble. i got to mm-hmm. get in trouble. You know, I One of the free shows. One of the free yeah. shows mm-hmm. way back when. I don't yeah. even know in the 90s. And um, did you, you didn't watch it. And Grant, I don't know if you watched her documentary that came out on Amazon earlier this year, All I Know So Far, which was... Well, when she was on tour with the yeah. family. Her documentary and her 2019 European tour, mm-hmm. stadium tour and how it's all an all-play and... And she's a lovely person. I love that. So here's, here's her real name is Alicia Beth Moore. And she gave herself the nickname Pink from Res- Reservoir Dogs. It oh, features, Mr. Pink. Yes. And so she that's how she gave herself the name Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a troubled teen and once overdosed on drugs. And she, you know, that was a phase. But her friend and her, Stacey Coffey, did not survive their overdose. Oh, so no. So a best friend mm-hmm. died. She used to work at McDonald's, and she she said it was really important her family to have her own money, and I don't know what teenager doesn't feel like that. Yeah. And she said she was the work-through girl at McDonald's, and she said, I had all the power. I had the Janet Jackson headset microphone on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so she said it was great. She has 20 tattoos on her body. She's into gardening now. Um and um, she's been in a ton of movies. She's been in Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. That last one with Kristen Stewart that we were talking yeah. about. Her that is a really good. Did you ever see? I, it? Yeah, I I, I liked, loved that one. I love any if it's Charlie's Angels, I'm for it. And it was so good. And get him to the Greek with um, Zach. Oh. Zach Galifianakis yes. and Russell Brand. Yes, Happy Feet too. So she did some voiceover work. She um, unexpectedly started doing the aerobic thing. Or the acrobatic thing at her shows. And we've seen her three or four times, I mm-hmm. think. And she is amazing. amazing. How she twirls and spins up in the sky. I wonder if she'll do a Vegas residency because her kids might be a little bit older and going to school. Right. And that's kind of like would be a perfect It would be thing. perfect for her. Because and people would plan a trip to go to Vegas to see Pink. She has so many hits. She's so she many. So She's many a hits. jukebox. And she was inspired to incorporate acrobatics into her um, shows after seeing Aerolis at the Cher concert. Oh. Now, do you remember at the Cher concert at Excel that we went to, one of the last ones, I think the last time we saw mm-hmm. her, when she went around in the birdcage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way around the stadium and so there was aerialist so that's what got her into that aerialist 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 how do you say it aerialist um yeah i know what did i say aerialist i don't know don't say the word anymore stylist doing aerial acrobats all right whatever (laughs) um she has been a unicef ambassador since 2015 she does donates a ton of money she's been a vegan since she was 15 and the only time she had a break from it was when she was pregnant she just craved chicken Mm. 
which I've never heard of before. I don't know. I remember wanting ribs and pickles. Um, she grew up in Pennsylvania. She called herself a free-range child, and I think this is like our childhoods. I don't know, but I don't think yours was like mm-hmm. this, Grant. But our parents worked, and we ran. We ran we in the neighborhood. Be home by supper time, supper time or dark. Or dark. Oh, yeah. yes. Me too. I would. Yeah, I lived in a not not back then, but yeah, I could go anywhere I wanted to go. No concern as long as I was back by dinner. Yeah, right. it was fine. I'd bike to the town Maple Plain, which yeah. was next to Mount, and nobody would even right. know. Yeah. I love Her that. Dad just died like I, two weeks ago, and I, I know, know she was really Aww. close to him. And he was young. Yeah. Um, and he was a musician, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how they got. Um, it started. Jim Moore was his name. He had a talent for singing, songwriting. She wrote a blistering song with her dad. I've seen right? the rain about Vietnam. Y- y- Dear Mr. President. No, that's the Dixie Chicks, Laurie. No, no, no. Dear Mr. President is a pink Oh, song. you're right. That is a good song. And it was right yes, after we inv- invaded Iraq, which led us to Afghanistan 20 years you're ago. Right. She wrote that song. And that. her dad helped write it because he was a Vietnam vet and he. Might have been an interview that I saw her where she talked about like her dad loved all of the storytelling songs that kind of came out of the 60s yes, and 70s, yes. you know. So he very much influenced her that songwriting. Is, I can't think of one CD, and she is the CD phase in our life I, that I don't love. Yeah. Every song all is of a her hit. songs. And she proposed to her husband, Corey Hart, who was a motocross biker, motocross biker. Um, she proposed to him after dating for four years and when asked what her favorite song is, what do you think it is, Laurie, of hers? Mm, I have no idea. Okay, Grant, you got to play it. This party started. I'm coming out. Good song. Her favorite singer is Michael Jackson. Uh, she really just thought he was the bee's knees and his dancing and everything. Well, his songs are great. Yeah, yeah he was. I know. Um, she is raising her kids in a genderless household. And people love her because she talks about her sometimes sexless marriage, you know, when they're going through phases Mm -hmm. and she's not into her husband Mm -hmm. and talks about how she raises her kids. And um, I feel like that that genderless thing is what all of the young parents are doing. I've noticed that with uh, Casey's son, you know, they have a son and a daughter and there's just no anything about what's boys, what's girls. Right. It's kind of, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, guys can play with Barbies. I did. Yeah. No but deal. I mean, it was like before. Ba- no, oh, yeah. You it was taboo. Yeah. Taboo. I mean, yeah, so yeah. I, I like that. Absolutely. And she, you know, famously did that great song with Keith Urban that we heard, One Too Many, where she was a hologram <laughs> in Times Square last week with on the Today Show. She's proud of being a tomboy. She gets a lot of crap because she's muscular. Mm, And she doesn't care about that. Um, When people make fun of me, I just say, um, I'm strong and I like it, you know, kind of thing. She's fun to follow on Twitter. Is she? Yeah. She's very... um... I swear I never look at that, Laurie, that Twitter thing. Oh, I love Twitter. I know. And so that is what we know about her. But she, that documentary, all I know so far, was so fun to peek into her life. Yeah, And she, you know, she employs like 230 people and they all are family. They're all family. They've all been with her forever. And she famously took a dig at Madonna. Oh, yeah. Because Madonna changes out her dancers and everybody at every port. For every... Yes, for every tour. tour. But Mm -hmm. even more than that, Laurie, she says Madonna is always auditioning people. She took this dig in her documentary and she says, these people are my family. 
Yeah. You know, they're around my kids. We all go through it together. And you really feel that in all I know so far. So I just... And her song, So What, hit 400 million views on YouTube last week. And it's her fourth video to do that. Because she has amazing so videos. I'm a rock star. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. my rock moves. Mm-hmm. So... She's something, people, and if you need a reminder to listen to her music, I bet she's been working on some music. We haven't heard from her with new music. We all no. we heard from her during, well, the Keith Urban song. I think it came out last year. Yeah. That's about it. But anywho, there's Pink. Happy birthday. Cheers. You're 42. You've done a lot. No kidding. Oh, how about slaying some dragons so young? All right, so we will be back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk. We're going to take a quick break.